Hi, this is The Playground and my name is Julia. In today's episode, it was kind of a mix of audio vlogs, but I feel like an overwhelming theme was the idea of just getting older and knowing things and realizing that the more you know, the less you really know. So the song I chose today is Days in the Sun in the live version of Beauty and the Beast. And I chose this song because there's this one line where Belle sings, I was innocent and certain, now I'm wiser but unsure. And I feel like that's a common feeling I've been experiencing lately. So I hope you enjoy the song and the episode. Until my whole life is done Will I ever leave you? Will I tremble again To my dear one's gorgeous refrain? Will you now forever remain Out of reach of my Just one Undo what's done And bring back the light Oh, I could sing Of the pain these dark days bring The spell we're under Still it's the one Hey, this is Julia, and right now I am alone doing a little bit of house sitting, but tonight I was just gonna spend it just like having a chill little night, but I feel so productive right now, and I'm feeling so inspired. I feel like whenever I feel productive and inspired, that is when I feel the most whole and excited for life. And I really just wanted to make a little audio snippet because 
I just am in a really good mood right now and the weather is so beautiful outside and I'm so excited because I have food to eat and life may not be perfect but it is good. Hi this is Julia and I wanted to make an audio recording because one of my nightly routines has been writing in my mindfulness journal. This mindfulness journal was a thoughtful present my aunt gave to me for my birthday and I've been making it a point to write in this journal every single day at night so that is what I'm doing right now and there are prompts in this journal that I'm just going to read out they are three things I'm grateful for three thoughts emotions or sensations that arose today three things I did to help others or others did to help me, and three people I wish health and happiness for. And something I realized after filling this out for so many days is that there is so much to be grateful for and to be appreciative of and things to really take note of in your life. I have noticed I'm very much the type of person that will easily forget about things and let things kind of pass me by without really fully recognizing the value they have in my life. And I think by doing this practice, it's made me realize that there is just so much good and love and amazing things to be taking note of. I think personally, my mind is maybe not the most optimistic and it gravitates towards the more negative things and that is just my default that's where my mind is kind of wired to gravitate towards but i recognize now that it's so much of a choice to allocate your energy and time into thinking and examining certain aspects of your life and i guess what this audio snippet really is for me is just a nice little reminder that there are choices that i can make that highlight wonderful beautiful things in my life and even to add on top to that sometimes i'll fill out this mindfulness journal throughout the day because I know I'm going to forget something and what I've realized is is sometimes I don't even have enough lines on the notebook to fill up all the amazing things that are things that I'm grateful for and they're not always big they're sometimes really quite mundane but I think that's just the beauty of filling this out is just seeing how beautiful a day can be taking moments to really realize that because had I not done this exercise I think so many experiences and days would really just fly under my radar. And it's so important for me in my personal set of values is to be present. And I, I say that and sometimes it sounds really cliche to me like, oh, I want to be present. I want to be more invested in what's going on in the now. But sometimes I say that and I have no clue actively what that even means in my life. It really is a conscious effort to be present. I think in my mind, a lot of the times when I say I want to be present, I think of, oh, as long as I'm not on my phone, I'm being present. But that's just such a small percentage of what being present is. I think that being present doesn't mean a dismissal of technology. I think being present is a conscious effort to experience and to actively engage 
with what is happening at the moment and no longer will I be saying I want to be in the present only to not just be on my phone but to have real experiences pass me by but to really be cognitively emotionally and physically present I think that something that I've come to realize about myself is that sometimes I don't need a phone or a computer to not even be present but I will be physically there and my mind will just check out the amount of times I have been in a place and then have left that situation only for me to ask myself what the heck just happened in fact I've been kind of reflecting on past memories and I always say this about myself about not having a great memory but I've come to a hypothesis that I don't think it's my memory that's the issue but more so me not being present in the moment. I will have kind of snippets of memories that I know happen but I can't exactly piece together the beginning or the end of them. Just I have this middle part and after I think about that memory some more I'm able to kind of fit it back into my life but to me it's interesting of all the experiences in my life, why is it that one moment that I've come to remember? And that is something I'll have to reflect on more. But I guess it would have had to have meant something a little bit, maybe it would have had to represented something a little bit more poignant in my life because it stood out. Like, why was I more present in that moment than the beginning or the end of that? It's just that question is really making me think. And... When I think back to moments that I do remember, it's sometimes it's not even like a physical memory. Sometimes it's just a feeling like, for example, maybe I saw someone. I Maybe I don't remember even what we did or what we talked about, but I remember that a feeling I have and I'll, I'll have a snapshot of like almost like a blurry photo in my brain, kind of. And what's even more bizarre, sometimes I could see that photo visually, like in a different perspective, like in third person. I'm not sure if that's quote unquote normal or not, or if other people do this, but I do find that really interesting. And I remember when I was a little kid, I just, I don't think I had this issue. I don't, I think I was far more present than I was younger than I am now. And Now that I'm making these connections, it's making me want to be so much more cognitively invested and present in my real life and not use my phone as an excuse of me being present because so many moments of my life where my phone wasn't present, I haven't been cognitively present. But I don't even think a memory is evidence that I was present. So now I feel like... I'm not even entirely sure what proof of being present is. Maybe being present is just taking something in full in that moment and not needing it to exactly be formed into a memory. But then it makes me think maybe I was present without my phone. And just because I don't remember it doesn't mean I wasn't present. I'm not really sure what the conclusion of this little thought spiral was, but all this to say... I do want to work on being more cognitively present and more actively engaged in my life. And by that, I mean being more aware of choices I have, experiences I'm going through, 
and not really just trying and not really just drifting through life as I feel like I have been for a very long time since COVID. It's really weird because I feel like I've been going through this really weird transitional phase in my life where I've become really aware of my shortcomings. And I find that a lot of my shortcomings can be really traced back to COVID. And what's really interesting is that my shortcomings are were felt most vividly during COVID, but I know that they didn't originate just from the pandemic. But I wonder, I mean, I've had conversations with friends about how COVID has completely changed their lives, about how there's like a version of them pre-COVID and then there's a version of them now. I know I feel like that, but then I can point to so many areas of my life where I was a completely different person before and after. It's weird because I feel like I talk about my quote-unquote transitional period a lot, but I always come to the conclusion that my life is going to be a continuous transitional period. And it's interesting because I feel like when I was younger and I wasn't so much aware of this, I did feel kind of sedentary emotionally and cognitively speaking. I wasn't really seeking growth or transformation. Maybe it's a new perspective I have now in terms of now realizing I'm in a growth mindset instead of not having self-awareness at all. I always think about the past and the future a lot. And in this case, I think about the future of, will I ever feel sedentary again? Will I always feel transitional? I think of the past of how I wasn't so much in that headspace where I felt really safe and really comfortable in my own being. And that's because I wasn't aware of all these things. I was actually talking to my friend the other day about how in The Great Gatsby, Daisy wanted her daughter, I don't even know, I guess if she had a daughter to be a beautiful little fool. And sometimes in moments where I feel very overwhelmed, I wish that for myself. I wish that I could go back to moments of ignorance, moments where I felt so safe. But then as I dig myself out of that hole, I think about sometimes there are great aspects to knowing so much to being more aware. I think full self-realization is being more aware. And the more aware you are, the more you realize how much lack of awareness you really have. It kind of goes in a circle. I feel like I'm aware of a lot of things right now, but I'm still just a fool to my future self. It's an ever-growing spiral. I think about who will I be when I'm older, and what I'll be doing, how I'll be feeling. And I've been listening to an autobiography and the writer was saying, oh, when I was young, I knew I was gonna be famous. I knew I was gonna be a star. And sometimes I wish for that comfort of knowing who I'll be, but I really have no clue. I think the only thing I know for sure is that I will be trying my best. I think that's a promise that I've kept to myself unknowingly. And sometimes my best is what I deem my worst now. And that's really interesting because not only does that show that I've changed as a person, but 
my perceptions and sensibilities have morphed and evolved. Sometimes I think to myself, oh, I can't wait till I'm older. And I look back and I can connect all the dots and see, yep, everything worked out the way it was supposed to and that made perfect sense. But I'm starting to think that maybe the purpose of life isn't to make sense of life. I think the purpose of life is to enjoy it and what you find enjoyable makes sense to you. And I think to me, finding purpose in life is a series of rationalizations and maybe, I think what I meant to say was, I think finding connections in life and what makes sense in life is just a series of rationalizations that you have created, that you have become to make sense of. And your story will always be molded in whatever makes sense to you at that moment. And your story, even though it's already happened, can be constantly rewritten and changed. So your past and your future and your present are never going to be retold the same way because you have the power to change what is important in your life depending on how you view the world in a particular moment in time and each time you retell a story it changes just a little bit and parts of it get chipped off and forgotten and parts of it get emphasized and more valued over time i don't really know where i was going with this audio snippet but it's been a really interesting thought spiral and i hope you're able to follow along this kind of word vomit of thoughts. I would love to know what you think, but (laughs) this has been fun and my brain is now very tired. It is 11-11 and I want to make a wish and I think you should too. Alright, I did my thing and it is time for me to go. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Julia. I wanted to do an audio snippet because lately I have been so obsessed with learning about specific celebrities. And some celebrities off the top of my mind right now that I have been invested in are Naya Rivera, Lucy Hale, and Kelly Clarkson. I have just been watching interviews from them, and for Naya, I was listening to her audiobook, but I just feel so inspired when I listen to these women and hear their stories, and I love their personalities, and I just think that I always get into these inspirational kind of headspaces when I listen to inspiring women and I highly recommend just listening to anyone in an interview, whether it be a celebrity or a scholar, just to not only know who they are as a person, but to learn about their ideas and their experiences. And I mean, I've been thinking a lot about life after college and so much of my interests lie in storytelling, personal narratives, and experiences. And I'm not really sure where that will take me, but 
I think that interest is being fueled by listening to interviews and audiobooks because that is essentially just that, a personal narrative. I don't know where I was going with this audio clip, but I just wanted to highlight these women because I have a little small obsession with them right now. And I highly recommend that you listen to their interviews and audiobooks. But yeah, that's basically it. Hey, it's Julia, and this is an audio vlog, and I am basically here to say, okay, first off, let me just say, I don't really believe in regrets, even though I've heard some people say, oh my gosh, you can't live life without regrets, and people who say they don't have regrets are probably lying to themselves. All this to say, I put on a foot mask with one of my friends, we thought it was like a moisturizing foot mask. But we were idiots because we did not read the packaging. So this is entirely our fault. We put on the foot mask and after we had the foot mask on for about 15 to 30 minutes is when we realized that it was actually a peeling foot mask. And I definitely would have not purchased that foot mask had I known that it was a peeling foot mask. All this to say, my feet are peeling at the most at the most inconvenient time. I have plans. Also, where I live, I wear sandals. And my feet look really scary, actually. So I spent, if not an hour plus, trying to fix my feet. And I wanted to make an audio vlog just to let you know, if you ever buy a foot mask, please read the label. Also, I feel so excited right now because I have been having the worst writer's block for a while now because I guess I was just making all these mental constraints on myself on how to write a story, blah, blah, blah. But I have been struck by an inspiration god and I'm so excited to be able to finally write something that I feel confident in and excited about. I think this feeling is so fleeting but it's also such a great feeling so I really want to capitalize on this and write as much as I can before I lose interest and my passion wanes. But I'm not sure I want to fully reveal my storyline maybe i'll save it for another episode but tonight i'm going to just map out my story visually and hopefully it goes well i'll keep you updated that's all i have to say thanks for listening all right that was all for today's episode thank you so much for listening bye